to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, it is Carly here, and I am here with you today on another Chosen by You topic. You guys told me that you want to have a discussion about this, and if you ever want to have your voice heard in what we talk about here on Affirming Truth, make sure you join our Facebook community where I often pull people and take requests and all of that goodness. But one of the things I've been asked to talk about is how do you come back from a bad decision? And when we're talking bad decisions here, we're not just talking about eating the whole pint of ice cream, right? We are talking about the types of decisions that can have lasting consequences and really disrupt your life. And I don't say this as a badge of honor, but I have a lot of experience in making really bad decisions. And some of those decisions I am still working through the consequence of decades later. So I used to be a pro bad decision maker. Is that a thing? Um, and, and none of this is any surprise to you if you've been following along with the podcast. I've been very open in sharing my journey. Um, I've made bad decisions like trying to take my life. I made bad decisions with drugs and drinking and relationships. I made bad decisions in teenage pregnancy and getting an abortion. Um, and I didn't just make adolescence bad decision based on trauma. I've made some bad decisions as an adult. I've made some, you know, what felt like devastating financial decisions. Um, I made some really bad decisions that could have ended my marriage. Um, I have made some really bad decisions. And how do you move on from that? How do you come back to walking in the will of God? How do you live out a life of purpose and design um, when you have created your own stumbling blocks, right? We know in Jeremiah 29, 11, that God has a plan and purpose for us, but we also know that God works in partnership with us. And when we make bad decisions, we are temporarily, aren't we severing that partnership? And so let's talk about it. Let's talk about what it really means when we make a bad decision. And this may be convicting for some of you, but I think unless we have a healthy view spiritually of what's going on when we make bad decisions, we're not going to come back from them. And in fact, we will continue to make them, right? So why do we make bad decisions? Ultimately, bad decisions are a product of sin. They're a product of sin. And our bad decisions are often made when we are walking outside of the will of God. And walking outside of the will of God, making our own choices, reacting out of fear, doing things out of anxiety, 
doing things out of our selfish desires are all forms of sinning against our holy heavenly father who has plan and purpose over our life. And so we need to recognize what got us to that bad decision. We need to recognize where we stopped going to God, where we stopped seeking first the kingdom and going our own way. And sometimes that's driven by trauma. Sometimes that's driven by fear. Sometimes that's driven by anxiety. It's not always driven by self-righteousness, but sometimes it is too, right? Sometimes it's our own pride and our own desire to be little gods ourselves, right? That lead us to bad decisions. But at the end of the day, it's, it's a sin question. It's a sin question. Are you living for God? Are you living for yourself? Are you trusting the plans and purposes that God has over your life? Or are you operating in fear and anxiety? And so we have to recognize that it's a sin issue. So how do you come back from the bad decision? Well, once you've recognized it's a sin issue, the first thing and foremost thing you need to do is seek repentance. It says in 1 John 1, 18, that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Our God is willing to forgive us. And asking for forgiveness, going to repentance is not just a good idea. As Christians, it's also a commandment, right? In Acts 3.19, we read, repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. There's a commandment there, but there's also a hope. Repent, take it to God. But in doing that, as your sins are forgiven, there will come a time of refreshing from the Lord, of healing. Isn't that amazing? So things that stop us from moving forward is we don't repent. We stay locked in our sin. We don't go humbly before the throne of grace and ask for forgiveness. So friends, if you want to move on from a bad decision, first and foremost, you need to repent of the sin that led you to that decision and perhaps the ongoing sin in your life that's keeping you stuck. And then you have to receive forgiveness, right? It's one thing to ask for forgiveness. It's another thing to receive it and not operate in shame. The other thing that keeps us stuck from moving past a bad decision, one is repentance. The second is shame. And I could tell you this was especially true with my um, decisions for abortion. I was stuck in shame. I had gone to God in repentance In fact, it's something I continue to repent for, even though I know he's forgiven me. It's something that I have deep sorrow over, Um, but I was locked in shame. I couldn't receive the forgiveness and I couldn't forgive myself, right? And shame comes from the enemy. Shame wants to use our sin against us to keep us from walking in the plans and purposes God has over our life, right? 
God has plans and purposes. He can redeem any situation. Look at who he chose for his disciples. It wasn't the non-sinners. It was people that were messy and sinned and needed him, right? Like God uses people like that. God wants to use you despite your bad choice and your bad decision. The enemy doesn't want that to happen. So he tries to keep you stuck in shame. But here's the truth. And we read it in Romans 8.1. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. If you have repented of your sin, then you are made whole in Christ because of the blood of the lamb. And I get a hallelujah on that. And here's the other thing we need to remember, and we're reminded of this in Romans as well, 3.23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Sometimes in our shame, right, in our, in our shame, the lie that comes in is like, no one sinned as bad as you did. You're the worst of the worst. God could never truly forgive you, right? Doesn't the enemy like to come in our ear and whisper that? The enemy calls us by our sin, but man, God in our repentance calls us joint heirs with Christ. He calls us children. He calls us saints. He calls us out of darkness into light for the glory of the kingdom. So how do you come back from a bad decision? You repent. And you do not allow shame to hold you back. You continue in humility and boldness to walk out God's plan for your life. That doesn't mean you don't have long-term consequences. I have consequences from my bad decisions. Consequences including trauma. It was traumatic to go through the experiences that I went through for the abortion. I'm still in therapy over this decades later. You know, there's, there's been such healing in my marriage, but there were still consequences to some of my choices that we had to work through, that we had to go through therapy through, right? Some of those consequences are longer lasting. When I made some bad financial decisions because I wasn't seeking God's will and I wasn't being the steward he called me to do, there was consequences to that, right? Having to rebuild up savings, having to make sacrifices on expenses, there were consequences. Having to say no to stuff that I wanted because I squandered resources. God doesn't necessarily save us from our consequences, but he can redeem the situation, right? Romans 8, 28, he will work things. He will work all things out for good to those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. You are called my friend. You are called according to his purpose. You are called with a hope in the future. You are called to make impact on this world for the kingdom. You are called to get heaven, heaven full. You are called to share your testimony. And oftentimes I have found that some of my most impactful testimonies have come from how I have overcome the bad decisions, how I've overcome going down the wrong path, right? God doesn't waste anything and God's not going to waste your bad decision as you turn to him in repentance and as you break free from shame. 
Now, sometimes people overcomplicate this. It's not a 10-step plan on how to come back from a bad decision. It is repentance, which includes accepting the gift of forgiveness, right? And not operating in shame, realizing that whom the sun sets free is free indeed, that when you have been forgiven, it is wiped clean and that God still has plan and purpose for you. Right? Be encouraged by that. There's not a 10 step formula. There's no hokey pokey. There's no jumping through hoops coming back from a bad decision. It is recognizing the sin that led you there, repenting for it, and refusing to allow the enemy to keep you locked in shame. My affirming truth for you today is my mistake does not disqualify me from the love of God or to be used for him, by him, for the kingdom. And I love this verse in Micah 7.19. He will again have compassion on us. He will tread our iniquities underfoot. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. Notice that it says he will again have compassion on us, right? There's that, there's that sense that it's not one and done. We have to go back for repentance, right? Because we still live in that sin nature and we still operate in that sin nature sometimes. But every time we go back, he has compassion for us. He treads our iniquities underfoot. So who are we to hold ourselves up to a standard that God has redeemed? He will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. What a beautiful picture that he does not hold us to shame, but he frees us from the blood of the lamb. So friend, if you've made a bad decision, own it. Repent of it, break free from shame, and get back to walking in the plans and purposes God has over your life. Be blessed. Before you go, did you know that I offer one-on-one mentorship? If you are feeling stuck in the cycle of negative self-talk, if you are having trouble replacing the lies with truth, if you need support in building mental resiliency and really growing in confidence in God and your gifting, I want you to send me an email and see if a one-on-one mentorship session is right for you. Be blessed. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.